Hey everybody, welcome back to another version of Flock and Gather. It is your only 18 minute podcast to the Spa Channel. And today, would you believe you, all of my listeners know we're in Arizona. We are having our first massive monsoon of the season. It's been raining for about 14 hours, but nobody is complaining in Arizona. I have a long lost friend who I'm reconnected with. She hasn't been long and she hasn't been lost either. But many of you on the East Coast remember her as Michelle Stewart. She ran the Eden Rock and Nobu. She worked at WTS. I love Michelle. And those on the West Coast know her as Michelle Stewart Bannister because she has a new company called Bannister Swimmer and we're going to talk about it. Hello, my friend, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Alan. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, my God. I'm And you look great. And this, oh, I have to tell people, you're living in Bali. Yes. I, I moved to Bali it. three years ago. I'm an island. I went from being like a desert, girl, a desert girl in California to a beach girl to now an island girl. My God, I love it. <laughs> have you, um, okay, you've been three years in Bali. Going on my fourth year. Fourth year. Do you ever get, what do they call it? Like not island sick, but when- Island you, fever. Island, does that happen? No, not so much. Cause you know, we live in I'm Indonesia. So there's so many other places that we could just like hop around to. Obviously pre-pandemic, you know, it's a little bit harder now, but it's, it's nice because it's a four hour direct flight to Asia. Like we can be in Philippines in four hours, we can be in Singapore in two hours, in Malaysia in one. So there's so many places to go. People think about, you know, Bali, Tahiti, et cetera, as like the middle of nowhere, forgetting that you're just actually in Southeast Asia. It's just a few hours here or there or anywhere else, wherever you're going. And it, it's like four hours to, um, you know, different parts of Australia too. We've gone to Australia. Yeah. So we've been able to visit a lot of areas in Asia being there. My friend Adam Estrella was running um, a Hyatt in Kauai. And yeah. I know Kauai is a little more remote in the Hawaiian Islands, but he said after a few years there, he needed the mainland back. You know, he ran out of juice for, for being on the islands. But, well, welcome back to the United States for a short period of time anyways, right? It's been nice. I've been getting my fill of like in and out burgers, like really bad food, you know, things that we miss in America. Do you know, in, every, every time I talk to Christy Cano, and she's in Puerto Rico now, right? But I always remember her, her Hawaiian island talk is aloha and mahalo, right? For the high and the back. is Does Bali have a, a greeting like that, a high and a goodbye? Uh, yes, they do. I mean, it's like good morning, good afternoon. So good morning is salamat pagi. Yeah, I'm learning the language. I love it. What what language? Do, what is the language? It's called in. Uh, they say Bahasa Indonesia. Got it. Okay, because yeah. we all know there's what thousands of dialects, right? In the uh, yes. in there, so you have to go. It's like going to China, thousands of dialects, but you either know Mandarin or Cantonese, one or the other. Yes, right? yes. So the main language is Indonesian, but in the island of Bali, they have their own language. 
but I've been learning the Indonesian language, which- You know, you are so on my list to come visit. I'm gonna grab Kathy. We're gonna get on a flight one of these days. And you have to, down. once everything opens up, you have to. It has, it's definitely one of the places that needs to be on everyone's bucket list, especially in our industry. Yes. It's so spiritual. You can eat so clean everywhere for very inexpensive. You can take a yoga class for $5. Like it's amazing. Do you have some favorite spas on the island there? Uh, you know what? A lot of the spas that I visit are more like their day spas are equivalent to our resort spas. Yes. So you could really go to a day spa and you could feel like you're at the Fairmont or the Four Seasons. It's amazing at a quarter of the price, of course. <laughs> well, it's funny to hear you say, you know, you can get this for five bucks, this for 50 bucks. I was in a um, spa yesterday where there's no friends and family discount for insiders, but a 50 minute massage starts at 175. So if you think about that with tax and tip, you're 240, 230 out the door wow. for a 50 minute massage. I know. I, I was just telling my friend the other day, I'm like, I'm so cheap now coming back to this <laughs> because I, I, I'm so spoiled. I literally get a weekly massage and I would say with, you know, it's not customary to tip, but I'm American. So I still, you know, give a little something, but with tip for, for 60 minutes is about $10. Oh, I hate you. Don't take that. No, everyone's going to stop this podcast no, now. No, listen, I go to, um, I'm not. The more the reason why you all have to come and visit Bali. Agreed. I found the therapist I like at a place called Medispa 810. I'm doing a shameless pitch for them in Scottsdale, but I love, I bought their program and then it's a 90 minute massage is $99 plus tip. That's, I like that kind of pricing because you still feel good value, but always Michelle, to me, tell me it isn't true with you. They always say, man, or what? I said, no, I want the best therapist you have on staff, right? Isn't it all about the therapist? It's not really about the location all the time. Definitely, definitely. And you would know that after being at Eden Rock and Nobu and all the places you've been. I mean, they're not inexpensive. You need a great therapist, plain and yes. simple anyway. That's and you know, like even being in Bali, some of the spot or some of the places I go to aren't super fancy, but they're probably one of the best therapists that I've experienced in all my life. I love it. Hey, tell me what happened with COVID down there. How did, I mean, it's an island, so there wasn't a lot of coming and going. What happened? Well, once it broke out, uh, they immediately closed down the borders. So nobody was allowed, nobody was allowed to fly in, which was nice for us. But you know, there was a point for, for my family where we're so nervous, like we didn't know if we should stay or leave to come to the US. And you know, everything was so unknown at that time. But we decided to stay, they closed down the borders. And it's been very, very safe. I know a lot of people have been calling me like because of this Delta variant, which we almost couldn't leave to come here to visit because it was starting to, the cases were rising there. Um, but Bali, you know, it's, they always say Indonesia, but Bali's really an island of itself. It's like comparing, you know, Hawaii to all of the United States. Right. And so we were just very grateful because the governor really, really shut down everything. And yeah, you know, we had a curfew at eight o'clock, but we were all really, really safe. Um, How is, um, getting, was getting the vaccine there an issue or was there plenty available? It's, it was an issue 
to get a reputable, reputable vaccine. Yeah. So even right now, there's just two, Sinovac, which is from China, and the second one was AstraZeneca from uh, the UK. UK. And then they're saying soon they're getting Pfizer. So. All right, so you'll have your choice of cocktails once again, right? Exactly. Right. Hey, I want to talk about your new gig, because you know me. I, I've been a serial entrepreneur over the years, and I... I love everybody who starts a business because to me, that's the real leap of faith is that you believe in Michelle Stewart Bannister as much as you do anyone else. So give us quickly the background and then right up to what's going on today with Bannister Swimwear. Yeah. So, you know, once I moved to Bali and after, I think, you know, being a sprawl director for so many years and like working 12, 13, 14 hours and then completely stopping for a year. After a year, I kind of got itchy and I started, you know, kind of sounds hokey pokey, but like reflecting and kind of thinking about things that I wanted to do. And Bali really started to become my home. And I spent I've been spending a lot of time in the ocean with my son, who's active now surfing and doing all these water sports. So it kind of just started as an idea. And I thought about, you know, um, creating this swimwear line, but I wanted to do something that A, would give back to the community and B, that would help, you know, work towards um, a, a better place for our environment. So I kind of was, I was blessed to be able to design this swimwear line called Bannister Swimwear, as you know. Um, I use fabrics that are imported from Italy and the, it's, uh, the nylon that is in it is called Iconel and it's regenerated nylon that is made from fishing nets that are found in the ocean. So what they do, this company does is reprocesses this, um, this nylon. And, you know, it's not always just necessarily found in the ocean, fishing that's found in the ocean. It's maybe uh, donated from fishing farms that no longer use it. And instead of, you know, throwing it away, they send it off and it gets reprocessed. So it's, uh, the fabric is 82% regenerated nylon and 18% elastine. And then from there, I um, was able to find, you know, a local family because, as I said, Bali now has become really my home and, and I'm going on my fourth year. And I really wanted to do something for, for Bali with the pandemic going on, you know, Bali um, really relies on business from tourism, like a majority of the income is 90% uh, from from tourists. And because, as I mentioned, they closed down the borders, many, many people did not have jobs. And, um, and it was just a very sad time. But with the Balinese people, you know, they never were sad. They weren't um, going out in the streets doing crazy things. They're all very humble. They made, found ways, you know, whether they were only eating rice, or they just found ways. And they're still to this day, the happiest people I've ever seen. It's so amazing. So I was able to partner and find this couple and I use a very small manufacturing company. We place our orders only based on orders. So we keep the waste down. It's just been an amazing journey, you know, mm -hmm. going from like the spa director for many, many years to sitting down one day and just 
coloring with my son's Crayolas and now seeing this little collection coming along and I've been getting such amazing feedback from all of the spa directors that I've reached out to personally or even have met face-to-face -face based on where I have been visiting. So it's been doing really great. Okay, let me bring our list. I'm so glad to hear it. Let me bring our listeners up to speed too. So one of your challenges or your charges, excuse me, is giving back to the community. And I always love that because I like to buy stuff with the cost. And I just think it's part of being in business today is you have to have a cause. You're environmental uh, friendly. You're re using regenerated nylon. I Those things should resonate with people today because there's got to be a good story, right? I always tell people, I, I hear the story first long before we build the relationship or I buy something from you. I have to buy the story. So you have just an awesome, awesome story. And I love it. And the use of the local people is great because it should be indigenous. You're on an island. If you guys aren't supporting each other, nothing. But that's why I go to the Ace Hardware down the block in Cape Creek, Arizona, rather than to the Home Depot, which is actually not too far the other direction. Because I like to support the local people, because if you don't, they're not going to be there when you actually uh, need them. So kudos to you for um for that stuff. I have a question. I've seen your online catalog. You look beautiful, by the way. And the catalog is is nice. And I love what you're doing. How did you manage doing the artwork and everything on the island? I'm sorry if it sounds ignorant, but you know, we would always think, well, you don't have all the machinations of the 21st century because you're living on an island. You know, it just, it goes back to again, like not sounding hokey, but I really like tried to, I, everything happened so organically. And when I first thought about this line, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm an American living on this island. How the heck am I gonna get products number one? How am I gonna find someone? And I would just, you know, talk about it and someone would say, hey, when you're ready, I know a really good photographer. And I'd call that photographer and that person would say, I have a perfect model. And it just kept trickling along that way where everything just started falling into place. And it really, you know, just keeps solidifying the fact that this is just something I meant to do. I wanted to mention too that, you know, keeping in mind for all my spa director peeps, when I created the line, you know, being in, in spa for so many years and having to manage also retail space, we get X amount of budget for, you know, buying our products and, and always having this treatment per um, retail treatment per cost but we always had to carry other things you know as much as we wanted to spend all of our budget on face products and body creams we did have to buy kimonos and bathing suits and sunblock just to have a variety of things for our hotel guests to come and buy so I wanted to create a line keeping my spa directors in mind also for you know price point that was low and not to have these crazy collection with 40 pieces my my collection is you know these timeless pieces in timeless colors that they can always just have will never go out of style so you know it's a small collection it's only eight pieces but it's the only eight pieces that you need and it's oh. like the little black black bikini that everyone needs Good. it's like the little black dress right i mean yeah. and I did, a, I did a piece for every body type also so you know whether you're an extra small or an extra large 
there's a piece for every client that will walk through your spa. Good for you. And I would tell you today, knowing a lot about retail and growing up in retail, no spa needs 200 SKUs of a product client. You just don't need them, you know? Yeah. Michelle, what's your website if they want to find you? Yeah, it's um, www.bannisterswimwear.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Bannister Swimwear. I love it. We've been speaking with Michelle Stewart Bannister. You guys know her, famous spa director of the United States, now living in Valley. You can find her product line at Bannister's, B-A-N-N-I-S-T-E-R, BannisterSwimwear.com. Michelle Henry, your husband, he's running a property or something, right, in Valley? Yes, the Como Hotel. Como Hotel. Is that where I'm going to stay when I come down? Yes, you are. Or you can stay in my third bedroom. God bless you. But you know, we, we never stay with people anymore because I'm not coming for three days. And you know the story about fishing people, right? So we, we, we like to stay in our own place too. But I'll come have a, a island cocktail at your house. How's yeah, that? Okay, definitely. Um, did you have to, are, do you have Indonesian um, citizenship then or how does that work? I'm, I have a, a residency. So I have a resident visa. And my husband has a work visa, but I'm able to manufacture there and sell in the U.S. So. Well, they have to love it. It just brings more capital into the island, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, honey, I miss seeing you so much. I can't, next time you're around in the U.S., we'll just find out where we're going to be um, yeah. together. I, you're a unique soul, and I love you for starting your own uh, product line and friends, please look up Michelle's product line. Her swimwear is amazing. She's at bannisterswimwear.com. Best to you, my friend. I hope to see you soon. Thank you. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.